because your brain is really smart. Your brain's number one job is to keep you safe. And so if something is out of your safety zone, um, it will deflect it. This is a very simple, this can be very simply explained by lottery winners. You know how there's lottery winners, they win a million dollars, and then you like a late a year later, they've blown all the money and it's like it's gone and they're maybe in more debt now, right? That's because they didn't believe that they deserved what they got, so they pushed it away. Whereas like consciously they can be like, hell yeah, I'm a millionaire now, this feels really good. But subconsciously, their brain is like, hell no, this is so scary, this is not normal for us. We believe that we don't deserve this and now we have it, so we have to push it away. And this happens all the time. Welcome to the Female Leadership Collective podcast. I'm your host, Susie Clark. On this show, we're all about helping high-achieving women authentically find purpose and build fulfilling online businesses. I believe the key to happiness is channeling our talents into something that we really deeply care about. That's why I left my six-figure career in finance in London, moved to Asia, and now run my own mission-led business in paradise. I found purpose and happiness in my life, and I want to empower you to do the same. In today's world, we are so lucky in that we no longer have to work in the same office every single day. We can start our own online businesses and travel the world. On this show, I bring you examples of amazing role models who have done just that, quit their corporate jobs and successfully run online businesses. We talk through all things entrepreneurship, purpose, travel, femininity, nothing is off limits. I'm here to inspire you to spend your life doing something you truly love and make the impact you really want to make on the world. So today I had my wonderful friend Marley Harris on. She is a Bali girl and I met her back in 2019. Um, So I've really seen her journey, which she talks about in the episode, um, kind of over the last few years, which has been amazing to be a part of as well, because I've worked with her on her launches, but also just be able to see it as a friend, like blossom and you know, as she goes into, she had an amazing six-figure business at uh, with Rose Designs, and she, she talks all about that, but deciding to close that down and follow her dream of coaching other people, um, and then very quickly surpassing that level of income that she had in Rose Designs, is just testament to, like, why it's so important to follow what lights you up, and And this conversation, I could have taken it in so many ways, but something I wanted to focus on, which we did in the second half of the conversation, was Marley's wisdom around manifestation and rewiring your subconscious mind. And this is something that I've always admired with Marley, is her um, knowledge on this subject and her ability to 
really practice what she preaches as well. And I think that this stuff around manifestation and law of attraction, if you've heard of those terms, it can get a bad rep because I think there's a lot of people that don't really understand the logic that goes behind it. And so it can turn a lot of people off when they hear about it. Um, but Marley really explains it from a logical point of view and what happens in, you know, with our belief systems and how we grow up believing certain things and then what it creates in life and from an energetic level. Um, and honestly, I have seen this happen with Marley's life as well. So, you know, she's walking proof of this. And I know you're going to be really, really inspired by all of the wisdom that Marley shares. Welcome, Marley. I am so excited to finally chat to you again since you left Bali kind of recently. And it's so exciting to chat to you from your hometown in Canada. I know I miss Bali so much, but it's so, it's so nice to be home. So nice to actually not sweat every five seconds <laughs> and just be like, you know, seeing family, seeing my dog, but I miss it in Bali so much. Yeah, Bali misses you as well. Um, so for the listeners, Marley and I are quite close friends. So this is kind of a bit of a catch up as well as like uh, talking all about Marley's life. So maybe a little <laughs> bit like normal episodes. Um, but I feel really grateful to have this chat with you because I kind of have seen like a big chunk of your journey, you know, from since you moved to Bali and like business transformations and all of this stuff. So it feels really nice to have kind of watched your success blossom and everything. So I'm excited to go over that in this chat. Um, but let's start from the start. So let's start from like the school days, Marley, the 18 year old Marley, what you wanted to do with your life and like kind of walk us through that journey. And um, I want to understand exactly when you realized you were kind of not in the right place being in Canada. Okay, I love this question. So I don't think I ever felt in the right place living in Canada. I always felt like I'm drawn to living near the ocean in a tropical climate where it's sunny all the time because I really struggled during the winter there's a there's a thing mm -hmm. called SAD which is called seasonal affectional depression and this is for people who just feel super depressed in the winter and you know when I was younger I was like go skiing and I felt like I like could take advantage of the winter but since I moved away from my hometown winters were just not it for me I would walk outside, my face would hurt. I'm like, there has to be something better. And I remember just sitting um, during university exams and I would just be on Pinterest, like looking at photos of Bali, looking at photos of Australia and being like, I don't know how, but I just have this such a deep desire to be able to like live, work from anywhere in the world. And like back then I didn't have a name for it. I, there was no such thing as like digital nomad or the idea, the only idea I could think of was like working and applying for a company in Australia. So I would like constantly look up jobs and I'd be like, oh my gosh. And to be honest, you know, when I was 18, I mean, 18 year old me would not even recognize this version of me because she was, she was a hot mess. Um, not that I'm not now, but just like in different way, I would say. But I was so lost. I was so confused. You know, I was drinking all the time. I was like in university, so unfulfilled, like really struggling with mental health, um, really, really struggling with my body, like basically everything. It was a perfect storm of just like drinking alcohol, depression, anxiety. It was just, you know, 
I think now that I talk to a lot of women about their experience during university, it sounds like a very similar story for a lot of women that I talk to. And but I felt so alone in that. And anyways, you know, I we we're just talking about this, but I come from a very entrepreneurial family. But because of that, I was like, I do not want to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> hell no. Um, I want consistency. I want benefits, you know, everything that we didn't have growing up. I desire that. So I was just like, well, obviously that means I want to work in like a big corporation. And I just always knew I wanted to be a CEO. Like whenever I told someone I, what I wanted to do, it was like, I want to be a CEO. But never did I ever think it was for my own business. So entrepreneurship kind of creeped up on me and kind of, I kind of fell into it in a way. So when I was 18, it, it was actually really at the beginning of my entrepreneurship journey. And I I went to a school in London, Ontario called Western University. And when I go home for the summer, I'm from a really small town called Thornbury, Ontario, if anyone listening to this knows that. <laughs> and all you do is you work in a restaurant. Either you work in a restaurant or you work in a restaurant because it's a very touristy town. Like a lot of people from the city will come up there for summer. It's kind of like a cottage place. Yeah. And so... I was like, right, I need experience to put on my resume to get a job. Like, that was my only mindset. And my idea was, okay, well, I'm going to start my own business because I saw an opportunity um, that a lot of, like, mom and pop businesses needed help getting online. They're like, what's Instagram? What's social media? What's Facebook? And I'm like, oh, honey, like, let me help you, right? So I was just like, right, I'll start this business. It's going to be called Molly Rose Harris Consulting, and I'll help consult. That lasted for a hot weekend because <laughs> i was like so not motivated i was more excited about like boys and drinking and it was just be- really fell to the side um however like my hairdresser was like marley will you create a logo for me because i tell her about this like, this side business that i had and was just like hype it up to her but like i had no clients there was nothing and i was like uh never made a logo before but sure like let's try it and then I was like, holy shit, I loved it. Like, I remember going home and I became obsessed. And I was like, designing, I downloaded, like, I was like, how do you design a logo? And I just Googled it and I, like, downloaded the Adobe programs. And I was just like, I just became full-blown obsessed. And then we made it for her. She's like, I loved it. And no, sorry, she loved it. And I loved doing it. I loved doing it. And then she was like, listen, I need a website. Like, can you create a website for me? And I was like, never done it before, but sure, let's give it a crack. So again, went home, like did all this research, and then I made this website for her, and I was obsessed with it. And I would say I'm like a very creative person. My whole life I've been doing art and design. So this was like a perfect mix for me. And so that's how I started my first business called Rose Designs. And that business, without knowing, was really the thing that got me to live this life of like time and location financial freedom that's the business that you know allowed me to move to australia move to bali and and now you know live from anywhere and do whatever on on whatever i feel like doing right um but just backtracking just a little bit because that did not happen overnight and that took like from that moment of someone like asking me to do a logo took about three years to get to the point of like actually being like oh shit this is actually like a real business I could do and you know throughout university I really did it on the side I did not have an Instagram I had nothing it was just like word of mouth and then just slowly picking up and then um by the time I went through university I was like okay well you know I have only thing I have on my resume is my own business so I didn't get any jobs (laughs) no jobs no no company would even look at me yeah 
And I just naively thought, well, I have a university degree and I have, I don't have experience, but who cares? Well, I, that was like a slap in the face. Cause like, no, I didn't got any callbacks, nothing. I got one job and it was a summer like internship basically. And it, it paid, but like not very much. And I think I literally got paid like $200 a week. And during that time I started you know, creating a vegan food blog because I was living in London, Ontario. There was such a, I was started became vegan. I started to take my health seriously. And I was like, wow, there's so much to learn here. So I started that. And my manager there was like my biggest hype girl. And she was like, Mary, like you need to do your own thing. Like the agency life isn't for you. And I'm like, oh, she's wrong. And there was this one company that I was like dying to work for. Anyways, fast forward, I did get an internship with them and I hated it. I was like, this is agency life I have no freedom I have like they told me that I can I have to stop using exclamation marks in my emails I was like I just felt like I (laughs) I was like this is not me I felt like I was there's anyways I'm not like obviously it's in every agency but this is just my experience but I'm so grateful for it because I was like oh and I, I had the comparison of what it was like to work with clients and work in my own business and it was literally night and day so through that experience, I was like, okay, I guess I do want to work for myself. And I now was starting to uncover by looking at people online. And actually, this is so crazy. Has Amy been on this podcast yet? Which Amy? Uh, like um, Elaine Trader's Amy. Um, not this one, but she was on my one before. <laughs> okay. So I actually found Amy online and she was oh my. my total expander yeah it's no it's so weird i end up staying in her villa it's like very crazy but i was like this chick is like lives in australia living in bali i was like i don't know who this is but i need to like live this life that she's living and so fast forward i graduated from i ended up going to a college graduate program and you guys i did that to get a job in corporate like everything was to get a job in corporate but at the end of that one year program in marketing management I had I had a two roads I could take. I actually finally got the freaking job offer in a corporate position, and it was actually really cool. It was at a gym, and I was going to be their marketing manager. You know, I had a, a you know normal salary, I had benefits, everything I thought I wanted. But then I was like, I really want to live in Australia. I really want to be able to travel the world. I really want to be able to work online. And I had gotten, I actually no, I hadn't even done anything like this before. So. I had this opportunity to apply for the summer program at my college and they gave you $3,000 to start your own business. So I'm like, okay, either I can start my own business, take this leap. And ironically, the the entrepreneurship center is called Leap Junction. <laughs> or I can take this, you know, corporate job offer and have safety. And at this moment in my life, I was like, well, I mean, after talking to literally everyone in my life, like my dog, my aunt, my grandma, like everyone, I was like, right. Basically what it boiled down to was the corporate job's always going to be there. If I fail, I can always come back. And this is pretty much the best time in my life to do that. I don't have a mortgage. I don't have anything tying me back. And I was just thinking about the lifestyle that I wanted to live and there was like a very much black and white of like this one way is like not how I want to live. However, it was a safe approach or it was like, I don't know if this is going to work out, but this is really the lifestyle that I desire, which was like time, location, financial freedom. So I chose the, you know, the route to take this big leap. And 
I started officially my website design business called Rose Designs. And that was in 2018. Mm-hmm. That was 2018. And yeah, that was 2018. I'm like backtracking. So, yep. <laughs> and then basically, it took me a year and a half until I was able to go full time, like leave Canada, like burn all the safety boats and finally leave. So I started my business in June of 2018 and I didn't leave Canada officially until like September 2019. And so again, a lot has happened during that point, but I guess I really just want to paint the picture for people who a lot of people think, okay, I'm going to start my business and then I'm going to be able to travel the world and all these crazy things, right? But like, it really takes like showing up every single day consistently. And during that time, I had three jobs. Like I told myself that my business was my full-time job. That was my number one priority. However, I actually ended up working at Leave Junction um, part-time in their marketing department. And I served in the evenings. And in hindsight, why that actually worked is because my business didn't have to work. There was no desperate energy around selling. It was like, I'm good. Like my bases are covered, but if you want to work with me, I'd love to work with you. And actually in hindsight, and now that I understand like the law of attraction, that's really, I believe why that business grew because there's no pressure on it to grow. Nothing grows in a pressure cooker. So that business, I mean, some people might think that's fast. Some people might not think that's fast. I definitely could have left the safety boats. I gave the safety jobs a lot earlier, but I was scared shitless. Um, and so it took me longer and I wish I had done it earlier, but again, it's all a part of the journey. So then when I ended up leaving in September, 2019, I actually had a one-way ticket to Bali. And, you know, since then have been living in Bali, Australia, Obviously, that was during the pandemic, so I would have loved to do way more traveling, but it's okay. You know, I've, you know, done as much traveling as I can since then, and now I am really t- living this life of time, location, financial freedom. And my business has actually taken another pivot, which is I now teach others how to do the same. So I teach business really from a point of, like, strategy and mindset slash energetics, because I don't believe you can have a successful business if you don't have the mindset to back up the success that you're trying to call in. So with my experience, things really started to take off when I started to take care of my mindset, rewire my subconscious mind, and have all those tools in my toolkit so that no matter what strategy you have, no matter what sales funnel you have, you know, Suze, you know this, like in our business, we hit, you know, kind of crazy numbers that when I tell people, they're like, there's no way, like you only have this many followers or you've only been in business this long, but it's like, those people don't understand the energetics of like the law of attraction and healing their subconscious mind. Once you heal those things and move past those things, you can actually, you know, what we call quantum leap. And so experiencing that myself is now what I'm so passionate about to teach to others, you know, had I known these things, you know, in 2018, it wouldn't have taken me that long to get to where I am today. Oh my god, there's so many <laughs> places I can go with this. Like every time I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna speak about that, speak about this, yeah. about that. It's an amazing story. And I, I just think also your story is quite unique compared to people that have come on here because lots of people um got stuck in corporate, whereas you really quite mm. early on established that that wasn't what you wanted to do and I think there was there's part of your story there that I learned like I didn't know you know that you started 
um, you started like a very mini business from very, very young. And I think that Baby. insight. Yeah. And I think having that insight and that experience before you went to uni was the reason that like you were able to say no to a lot of things because you don't know what you don't know. And if you hadn't had that experience, you it, it might be more difficult to understand. Actually, there's something better in here. I don't want this. Um, so, yeah, I see I see that being like such that being a small thing at the time but like maybe the seed for everything else does that make sense I've never even thought about that but you're so right it was like I always had something to compare corporate to so Mm -hmm. when the corporate jobs were coming and also you know what I also had a very like very specific goal of what I want my future to look like and I think when you have that vision it allows you to say no or yes to things easier. So kind of like, unless it wasn't, you know, in line with my vision, it was, it's very easy to say yes or no. And so like when that corporate job came up, it's like, okay, this is actually a really great opportunity, but is this the life that I want to live? No. And so it was, I think it made it easier to say no. And I think, you know, now working with people who are in my position, you know, three years ago, a lot of people don't have that vision. But once we curate that, it makes things so much easier to be like, okay, do I say yes or do I say no? Is it, well, now I teach you like, is it a hell yes or is it a hell no? And if it's a hell no, you just say no. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. It's just like I picked up on something you were saying at the start and this this lost theme, like so many people, you know, at such a young age don't know what they want to do, which is fair enough. Like you're so young, you don't have experience and it's like you are lost at that point you are exploring and then suddenly these options get put in front of you of like this big salary and you're like oh okay and then you're hooked <laughs> and it's like really hard to understand or even get a sense in your mind of what do I actually want because it, you almost have gotten a bit brainwashed by that point because it's like everybody else is doing this anything else is like not normal so yeah I think that that's a really like amazing lucky like obviously lucky but like you've created it as well for yourself um and I also love that like you stuck to what you wanted as well you had all these options but you very quickly like with confidence and boldly said no that's not what I want even if this was a riskier thing over here you knew that you wanted freedom and you knew that that wasn't going to give it to you so I think that this is a great lesson to the listeners to you know like trust and this is what we're going to talk about in terms of manifestation and law of attraction and things like that if you want something you have to trust and that that year and a half you said before you moved to Canada I think that is the time when most people give up because it's like it's the weird time isn't it when someone asks you what you do and you feel you oh god you've got three jobs but you're also doing this business how do I say that and you just don't feel like you've got identity and it's a really hard time but everyone has to go through it to get out the other end right oh 100% and just like to uh, go back to like the whole school thing I could go on a whole rant about this maybe I will do a podcast episode about this but I think <laughs> like okay take like you can take this with a grain of salt this is just my opinion but it's almost like some conspiracy theory going on here which is like how does it make any sense that at like 17 you're meant to make a decision that quote-unquote is like how you're meant to live and the career you're supposed to go into oh my god at 18 I knew I had no idea and I don't really think anyone does and the idea that you work in one career for the rest of your life is also 
wild. And yeah. then, so then you're almost like, it's almost too early to be able to make a decision, but you're forced to make a decision. And then you're just forced into the rest of your life. Well, you're like, oh, well, I've made this decision at 18. So then you're just like, go down this pathway. And you never really second guess it. And it's just like, and then you get to like 30. And you're like, wait, what did I, why did I just do that? You know, but it's because of like society, they push you to make these decisions when you don't, not necessarily like equipped to. And then you go down this whole rabbit hole and then you don't even maybe second guess because everyone else is doing the same thing. Anyways, I'm really passionate about that, but that also really is like very backwards. Honestly, yeah, I I agree. We could this could be a long podcast, but like, I think it's just control everyone. You know, it's like a few powerful people in charge, and it's the way that you know you can control everyone and make a few people very rich. But actually, you know, if you can break that control in your own head and create your own version of success and we're lucky as women that we live in this time where we can do that because maybe like even yeah. 20 years yeah. ago that would have been more difficult you know um so yeah anyway <laughs> that's my thoughts on that um it's totally it yeah but let's so let's just before we go into you know your wisdom on manifestation and law of attraction and all of that stuff which will be some new concepts to some people listening let's just explain um i actually would love for you to tell this story because i think it's really bold and confident and a really interesting story of how you transitioned out of rose designs and started something completely new when it was successful when it was making six figures right like how how did you come to that decision and you know that's tough to give all that away just because you're like not sure anymore oh okay thank you for asking this because I love telling this story so at the end of 2020 I'm sure a lot of people can resonate with this I was so burnt out I was just like I feel like I've just ran 10 marathons and I'm really not ready to do that all again (laughs) I was just and so basically at that point I've been running rose designs for two years and that business I built so I could literally just travel and live anywhere I wanted, avoid winter, like move to Australia. That was why. But I had no business knowledge. I had never run a business. I had no friends that had ever run businesses. And like, honestly, at that time, I know it sounds crazy, but like business coaches, courses, like weren't even a thing. Like as I was ramping up my business, I literally learned everything from grassroots And so I kind of made a monster, which is Rose Designs, because I just, and also, I'm okay, I'm going to preface, I'm a manifesting generator, that's my human design, and Capricorn, um, like my astrology, for some people that will make, like, allow you to understand this story, and for some others, this might mean nothing, (laughs) but um, when I started Rose Designs, and you know, was applying, like, what we're about to talk about, like, the law of attraction, healing my money mindset, the floodgates opened and I was like this is fucking cool and I would just say yes to everything and just like when clients would come in I would just keep saying yes 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 and I kept growing my team you know I had like a team of five at the time and it was like I was just putting out fires and just like saying yes to everything and it wasn't until (laughs) this is actually gonna sound insane but I was like what was I doing I was giving away a free coaching calls I would did that every year at my like one year and I was interviewing or like I was coaching these clients and they were like Marley like how are you doing all of this and I just never stopped to even consider that what I was doing was insane so we had at least 40 
30 to 40 website clients at, at all times. Um, wow. It was just me. And then like, eventually I hired a junior designer, but everything went through me. All the emails went through me. I made myself like so unoutsourceable that I was in every aspect of the business. I was every high, I was doing everything. Like if I wanted to take a break, the business took a break. Mm. And that led to literally burnout city because in the beginning i was so excited i loved it it was i was like really passionate about being able to work online until i wasn't <laughs> and I, actually no that's a lie that passion has never gone away but money doesn't buy happiness and i realized that actually very quickly as well I was like well if i get to like this amount it will feel better this no no matter how much money i made it never made me feel fulfilled in what i was doing and my whole life I've, or sorry, I shouldn't say my whole life, but like when I started to get on this path of like feeling healthy and wealthy or like, yeah, healthy, wealthy, and like in my mind, body, and soul, um, I've been so passionate about like personal development, personal growth, manifestation, law of attraction, business. And like that, like if you went out for dinner with me, like that's what we would be talking about. Like three years ago, it didn't matter. And so I was being called deep down to like, really step into like that version of myself to who really want to help others you know expand their life and live the life of their dreams because i was over here even though i was like pretty much miserable in my business it was like still fucking cool like i was still running this big multiple six-figure business you know living in bali you know first class and it was like this is really cool and you know so there was still like a lot of perks of it but I was also just getting really cold to help people create that life, but in a way of not how I create it in a smart way. So like learning what I did wrong and teaching people how to do it right. So they didn't have to do what I went through. So at the end of 2020, I basically was like, well, this is very Bali of me, but I was in a Kundalini class and it was just like, you need to sell rose designs. You need to get rid of it. And I told my partner, I was like, after I was like, babe, like, I've just realized like I need to sell rose designs and I'm like I don't even care if I don't make as much money I just like I want to be happy and I want to feel free and like I create this business to feel free and I don't and um so that though was a decision that I made but it really took six months to kind of get my head wrapped around it because everyone that I would tell they'd be like are you insane like <laughs> this business was making more a month than that freaking year's salary that I got offered in yeah. London Ontario and it was more like again I don't come from money by any means so this was like like I was making basically a very good yearly salary in a month and especially from where I come from, this was like absolutely unheard of. Like I thought growing up, if I could make like a hundred thousand dollars a year, I would be fucking set. Like I'm like, wow, my whole life will be changed, you know? And so so when I started to like defy all that, I was like, wait, but I am I happy? Right. So anyways, I had this big calling to, you know, start this like coach. I didn't even know what it looked like, but I was like, this is not working anymore. And so basically I told you already my first story where I took the big leap to like decide to start my own business. This was really like in my life, my second big leap of, okay, I need to let go of this thing that isn't serving me anymore, despite the fact that it's making me very good income. And despite the fact that I've been building it for the past two and a half years, it actually became to a point where I'm like, I actually don't care anymore. 
And I understand the law of attraction, the law of like vibration that if I keep holding on to this, it's gonna something bad is gonna like it's gonna self implode anyways. Yeah. It's just not in alignment anymore. So after a long deliberation and after not listening to anyone that told me not to do it because everyone basically told me not to do that um i let go of it and i had this idea in the shower i was like okay i'm gonna become a business coach and it was like so visceral it was like you're gonna be a business coach like you're gonna help people with mon- business and manifestation like the combination and because before i was like i don't a manifestation alone doesn't feel right and then business didn't really feel right so then when, in my mind and it sounds pretty probably pretty obvious but i was like whoa i'm gonna do both and i'm gonna help people like business wise and strategy wise because i don't feel like you can do just one or the other they have to be in combination and then i was like i blew like i think i ran out of the shower naked i was like max i'm gonna do had this like big idea i was so excited and i'm not kidding five minutes later i had a message from one of my employees and she was like marley like this is so random and this is probably like really offside because i know i work for you but you always talk about expanders and working with someone or asking advice from someone who is where you want to be and she's like you are my expander so i would love to hire you as like a business and manifestation coach to learn how to got to where you are and i was like i almost like threw my phone across the wall i was like you're joking me so Mm -hmm. it was kind of from that moment i was like okay this is happening so i like threw together a sales page overnight like just put it onto the world and i made a goal i was like the minute i make ten thousand dollars a month in this coaching business i will quit rose designs and that actually ended up happening in the first month so i was like bye um let that go i did like one last hurrah sale and and that was it pivoted everything and moved out of it yes i love this and just like my next question actually on this is just to sum up like how long did it take you until you you made six figures in that business the the new business the coaching business not long was it really it was actually instantly yeah like yeah yeah, like I already made yeah it 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 came right away and this is the reason why this happened okay it's something called the law of energetic minimums so again I didn't really know this when I was making the decision if I did I would have made the decision a lot earlier so basically something that you've already manifested you are able to manifest again very easily because if you've manifested it that means that you know that you deserve it Mm -hmm. and you believe that you can achieve it because the minute you believe you can achieve it and know that you deserve it that's basically like the combination that equals anything that you're trying to manifest so in rose designs i had seen what i'm was capable of me achieving and i knew it was possible so my energetic minimum was like i guess ten thousand dollars a month i'm like okay i've seen that done i know i can achieve that like that feels very like easily achievable i guess and so then the first month i achieved that so but let's talk about the different example so like if you're currently making like five thousand dollars a month in your nine to five job or you know three whatever it is it's actually going to be very easy for you to manifest making that in your um you know in your business because you know that you can you know that you can achieve it and the minute that you know and believe you can you will so that's how that happened however i wish i knew that because it would have made making the decision a lot easier (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely and i i love that i think that's amazing and i also i also like 
give credit to you know your the hustle that you did the few years before kind of building up trust with the customer base and all of these things and and like just allowed you to just step into that dream business and i think there's one thing lifestyle design is one thing like you know being able to work online but business design is a real thing not all businesses like other are the answer to what you want so and you're kind of living proof of that you've done that so um i know we don't have much longer left so i really really want to dive into like the manifestation and law of attraction because I can put my own story into this and when I really kind of understood it like I'd watched the secret and I'd read the books and stuff like that but I remember you held like this vision board um training at your house like what a year a year and a half ago now maybe something like that oh my god yeah of course yeah and I I really really love that and I think just understanding the, your mind of how you build this vision board and approached it was like a really good insight into a really easy tool of what people can do so this is such a big topic and I'm like where do we start but can you just talk to us a little bit about your thoughts on manifestation and law of attraction and just bear in mind that people might not know what it means or what it is or they might be a bit skeptical of it um and yeah I would just love to hear your wisdom on that Okay, absolutely. So I would say I was definitely skeptical of it as well, right? But I also watched The Secret. And I think when I watched The Secret, I was a bit like, oh, I'm not just like, because I had a lot of people being, like, oh, Marley, you're so lucky things come to you. And I'm like, it wasn't luck. It's just the law of attraction, right? And yeah. so there's many different, you know, descriptions or explanations of what the law of attraction is but i'm just going to give it to you like what i believe it is so very simply if you believe in the law of gravity if you believe in electricity it is really the same law it's the law of the universe which means that you attract what you are in the same vibration of Okay. And how you, you know, know what your vibration is, is that you can literally just take a screenshot of your life. Like, look around you, look at your bank account, look at your job, look at your relationship. And that is an exact description of what your level of deservingness is in that thing. Mm -hmm. So, and I can go really deep on this and I will, but I'm just going to go very surface level for right now and explain like why that's the case. But let's just say for simplicity's sake like on a scale from like zero to ten like in relationship maybe you grew up around a really loving supportive family there was always love like really just a beautiful um you know experience around love in your life and you were always seen like loving relationships so on a scale from zero to ten like your deservingness of like a really healthy relationship is maybe at a nine and so that means as you grow up and in your life, if that if you are not, you know, swayed another way by experiencing or like viewing or learning about another thing, it's very gonna be very easy for you actually to attract that level nine out of ten relationship with a partner. You know, we all have those friends who grew up in amazing relationships and now they're in amazing relationships as well, or and then let's use this with money. It's like let's say you grew up in a very wealthy family, money was never an issue. So your deservingness around money on a scale from zero to 10 is like a nine, right? So as you grow up, you're always surrounded by wealth, money comes to you easily. So that becomes your reality, right? 
However, yeah. if we're on the flip side, you're maybe you grew up in a situation where, and I'm just going to combine the two, maybe money was always talked about in a negative way. Money always came and went. Money was never available. So maybe your deservingness and your beliefs around money are like a two out of ten. And uh, similarly, maybe in a relationship, I talk about relationship and money because that's mostly what people talk to me about manifesting. So maybe, um, you know, that's a two out of 10 on the relationship scale. And there are situations where you can also grow up in a very, you know, beautiful family, um, but still be a two out of 10 on relationship, which means that there was some trauma that happened to you. I don't mean like capital T trauma, it could be just very small thing that happened to you in your childhood and that swayed your belief system. Okay. Because, okay, so now I'm going to dive into the subconscious mind. Yeah. So your subconscious mind controls 90% of your life. Your conscious mind, which is where you think, your short term memory, your thoughts, is 10% controls 10% of your life. So, the, like, the biggest oxymoron of our lives is that we think we control our reality with our thoughts, where our subconscious mind is actually the thing that is controlling our life. So, your subconscious mind is your belief system, your long-term memory, and this subconscious mind is very ancient because it was created between the ages of zero and seven. So, everything that happened during this time, now you were like a sponge. So, if I was like, Susie, you're purple, and you're two years old, you'd be like, I'm purple. Like you would actually believe that you're purple. Whereas like after you start developing your conscious mind, like after your ages of seven, you're like, I'm not purple. You're purple. You know, it's like you realize <laughs> that you're not purple. And I, it's like such a silly example, but we can get like really deep with this. Whereas like things that you were told about money, about relationship, like you believe that to be true, like viscerally. But when you came onto planet Earth, you're a perfect soul. You have no idea. You don't even know what money is. You just believe in abundance and just like you're just a light being. Then over time, you get swayed in different ways and your belief system changes based off your environment. And so I started learning about the subconscious mind when I started learning about like personal development. And I was like, whoa, it's like subconscious mind thing keeps popping up everywhere. And I started to realize like why I wasn't attracting the partner I wanted was because I didn't believe I was deserving of love and why I never succeeded financially is because like I didn't believe I deserved money cancel clearly so then when I started using tools which I'll totally share with you guys to rewire those beliefs like good news by the way if you if your belief system wasn't in like the way that you want it to be we can totally change it because I have and now you know my whole life has changed in ways that are just honestly I have to really be like what is happening a lot of the time um because right now I'm home for the first time in three years and like like you guys know my story where I started to where I am now it's just like completely night and day so coming home being in this completely different vibrational state it's like wow proof in the pudding of like when you actually do the work it works and yeah. so um so let me talk about these tools okay so wait do you think i i properly answered like what is manifestation it, it, it really at the end of the day does come down to the subconscious mind yeah i love how it's flowing into what actually is the problem or the source of the root cause of it and yeah i guess it's like super interesting to learn a little bit more about these tools like how people can change it okay perfect okay so um so that is the subconscious mind and i believe that all manifestation comes from that is your level of deservingness consciously and but like 
so, like really subconsciously because Tuesday I could be to you right now like hey do you think you deserve to make a hundred thousand dollars a month and you can consciously be like hell yeah but then subconsciously your brain is like this is not safe this is scary a hundred thousand dollars a month because your brain is really smart your brain's number one job is to keep you safe and so if something is out of your safety zone um it will deflect it this is a very simple this can be very simply explained by lottery winners you know how there's lottery winners they win a million dollars and then you get like a late a year later they've blown all the money and it's like it's gone and there may be in more debt now right that's because they didn't believe that they deserved what they got so they pushed it away whereas like consciously they can be like hell yeah i'm a millionaire now this feels really good but subconsciously their brain is like hell no this is so scary this is not normal for us we believe that we don't deserve this and now we have it so we have to push it away and this happens all the time like for example when i first hit my ten thousand dollar month i wasn't like shouting from the rooftop i was like what the fuck is happening i was terrified and I was like, why is that happening? Because I've wanted this for so long. Why yeah. am I scared? And then when I learned about the subconscious mind, I was like, first off, why am I not learning this in school? This is like one of the most important things, I believe, for us to understand our brain. Then second off, I was like, okay, this makes sense. So now I can raise my, you know, my vibration. So I talked earlier about like a scale from zero to 10. You can also think about this as like a thermostat and that we're, our comfortable place is maybe like 37 degrees. So whatever you have right now is like you're comfortable with this. You know, you're comfortable with your home. You're comfortable with your income. So when that rises above, so let's say you get a, a, a raise at work or let's say you get a new relationship. It's like incredible, right? A lot of the times your brain can be like, red alert, red alert, like this is scary and you can like blow all the money or you can like self-sabotage the relationship and like push this partner away because deep down in your subconsciousness, again, your deserving isn't aligned with what you've attracted. So I think I've driven that point at home enough and I'm sure a lot of people are like, whoa, <laughs> that's what happened or like that's why when i get a raise i still have the same money in my bank account right this this is exactly why you guys and when i first got in my relationship with my partner i don't know how he stayed with me so long because i literally pushed him away so damn hard and then i was like wait 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 this is self-sabotage i can just raise my vibration raise my deservingness and then you know we stay together so it's fine but um yeah. there's three tools that i'm going to share with you today that you can do for free that are super helpful so Number one is hypnosis. Hypnosis is a tool, and again, there's good, probably going to be a lot of skeptics like me when I first discovered about hypnosis because it has a really bad rep about being on this stage and like people being hypnotized and start acting like a chicken. Like that is so behind us. Hypnosis is the tool that we use to calm down your conscious mind so we can speak to your subconscious mind. That's all it is. You are in control on hypnosis you could at any time be like i'm over this and leave like you're not hypnotized so you don't know your name like <laughs> nothing like that and i want to debunk that so deeply because that's such that's like so far from true and it's just actually like a meditation it's super great and um if you listen to my podcast and review it you can get one for free also, I have a free hypnosis on my money hypnosis on my podcast. So you can access that for free. I also have it on my YouTube channel. Like there's tons. So 
you can use it for love you can use it for um attracting love you can use it for attracting money you can lose it for reuse it for feeling good like there's a hypnosis for freaking everything and i have something coming soon that will make hypnosis way more accessible so hypnosis is amazing and you listen to it every night before you go to bed and i always recommend committing to like a 21 day practice and after that you will notice you start thinking differently your reality will be different everything will just be changed in a more positive way so that's number one number two is journaling this like i remember i was not a journaling girly like i was like i will never journal that seems ridiculous to me i just like and then i was like wait i am journaling every day because every day i would wake up and do my gratitude and my i am statements and my future self journaling so the number one way to heal your subconscious mind is actually through repetition so the that's why hypnosis has worked really well you can't do it once and expect your life to change just like you can't go to the gym once and expect to have abs you need to commit to a consistent practice but on the other end of that consistent practice is your your goals so it's like i mean either do you want to be do you want to commit or do you want to be a millionaire it's like let's just like choose one right (laughs) so um but journaling so your brain has to see to believe so if you have a belief like for example let's say one of mine was like i don't feel deserving of money um what i would write on my journal every day was like the opposite so whatever the opposite of that belief was i would write that down every single day and i'd be like i am deserving of money i am deserving of ten thousand dollars a month even if i didn't really believe it yet i would journal it every single day and over time that would become my reality so like i actually get so tripped out looking at old journals like manifesting my villa every day but i own a villa in bali like i you know and whatever i'm manifesting every day i'm writing it down as if it already is and that actually rewires your subconscious mind because the minute your brain like i said believes you deserve it it will be your reality so you can do that very easily through journaling every single day again it's a committed practice i can't tell you if it's going to happen in one week one month you know up until now you've had this old belief right so let's say for me it's like 27 years of having this old belief that i didn't deserve something it's not going to happen in a week of like rewiring it but using these three tools you can so one is um hypnosis the second is journaling and the third is language so what you say becomes your reality right and so by using different words you can change your reality because your brain actually hears you through your words so if every day you're talking about what you don't want that becomes your reality your subconscious hears what you're saying is like great we want we're going to go to work to find that because if i was like susie don't think about a purple cow it's like you're thinking about a purple cow even though i said don't it's like your brain still thinks of it so your brain can't process positive or negatives your subconscious mind can't so all it hears everything is in a is in okay i'm gonna go to work to find that thing so every day if someone is saying like i don't want to be the b word which i don't like saying b b r o k e um i'm so like aware of like not saying these words because people say i don't want to be this or i don't want you know all the negative things that we say a lot about money no one like not many people know is that actually by saying that you become that and so just being very cautious about the words that you use 
and the things that you say become your reality. So if you want to change your financial reality, your relationship, everything, start saying what you do want. And that will start to rewire your mind of like, okay, we're changing what we do want. Because again, your brain doesn't know the difference. It doesn't know that you don't want something or you do want something. It always just thinks you do want this thing. So talk in what you do want, not what you don't want. So those are three ways that I've used to change my whole life. And like, they're all free. So they're all like available for everyone. And they're all super simple. It almost sounds too simple to be true. But I promise you, everything that I've manifested in my life is because of these three tools. Yeah, I love this. And that was such a beautiful explanation. So easy to understand. And like these three ideas as well, how people can help. And I just think, you know, I'm like, being able to have that dialogue with your own self and like understanding exactly what you want and then it it just it's obvious when you think about it it, it directs your energy and so you are subconsciously going to do more things associated with those things that you're just constantly pouring into your mind so um I love that and you're also living proof of that so I think it's amazing and I could go on for two hours but I know it's like super late for you so I'm not gonna do that um but I'm going to for the last um the last five minutes we have a quick fire round so I'm gonna take you to that but thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom Marley like it's amazing and and we'll we'll go through your links at, at the end but um people can go and listen to Marley's podcast because you've literally only scratched the surface on this episode <laughs> so quick fire I ask everyone these questions so number one how did you get your first 10 sales so I think I kind of explained it my story. Like it was literally just from my freaking hairdresser. Um, yeah. And then from that, I know this is kind of like a lame answer, but it was just truly word of mouth from my small town. And that's definitely how I got my first 10 clients. But I'm going to tell you in my coaching business, like business 2.0, all of my clients come from my podcast. Mm, interesting. Not yeah. all, but I want to say like 90%. Yeah, I love that. And I love that as well because podcasting is so fun. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. Um, okay, number two, what sets women apart as leaders? Okay, so my first like gut reaction to this was intuition. Mm. No offense against the men, but I feel like women and our feminine are have a really like easier access to our intuition it's kind of like innate in us not that men men are very intuitive but women have this like very strong intuition and a guiding force and i believe that by following your intuition is like honestly the most underrated like business strategy life strategy and the way i kind of verbalize that and i've said it on this podcast is like if it's not a hell yes it's a hell no and as long as you follow that your whole life will become a hell yes Yes, I love that. It, like, you need to be able to talk to yourself and understand yourself. And it's like that intuition side of it that, that provides that. Like, it's so underrated. Um, so underrated. Yeah. Okay, final one. And we've been talking about this all over the podcast, but I guess it's like just the number one. So your number one tip for overcoming fear in business. Okay, this is such a cheesy quote, but the number one fear is like feel the fear and do it anyways. Like, I don't care what you do. You can do a freaking kundalini ceremony. You can do 
ayahuasca. I don't care what you do. The fear will always be there because it's fucking scary. But it's like it's having like it's having the confidence to feel the fear and do it anyways. Like surrender to trusting that whatever happens is gonna happen in your highest good. And I have a core belief that life happens for you, not to you. And there's actually no such thing as failure because no matter what happens, it's meant to happen for you. So if you have this calling, just do the damn thing. You actually can't fail. Fail it, Failure is impossible. And just to let you know, when you're in alignment and you take big risks, like the universe always rewards you, always. I see it myself. Like, you guys, I literally quit my safety nets, quit my jobs, and that's the exact month I made my first $10,000 a month. You know, I quit this job that was out of alignment for me, and I was so totally rewarded financially, and, like, and I feel way better, right? So it's like, feel the fear, do it anyways, and there's nothing that can go wrong because everything that goes wrong is just a life lesson for you to either teach others or you to readjust and, like, go the right way. I love that and it's like what is failure you know like it is you just you're just testing things like when you started various designs and things it was a success until you decided oh no this is actually my version of a failure because I want more freedom but it wasn't a failure but you know it was enough to say I don't want this anymore and so you have to test it to know these things you've got to you've got to test it I know when people are so afraid of failure, but it's like, if you're not feeling, you're not growing, like you're literally not moving. And yeah. so I would rather feel the feelings of failure, whatever that even means, than like feeling unfulfilled. Yeah. Um, and there's this, this um, exercise in Tim Ferriss, it's, or that Tim Ferriss uses called fear setting. If yeah. you're ever like making a scary decision that has to do with like fear of failure just do this fear setting exercise you can literally just google tim ferris fear setting and that should sort you right out yeah i love it i'm actually reading that right now again like the fifth time <laughs> my bible yeah same. um oh marley thank you so much where can the listeners find you give me all the links and i'll put them in the show notes oh gosh well thank you thank you for being such a lovely host this was so much fun i'm like about to go to bed but i'm so fired up from this conversation i'm oh. not gonna be able to sleep <laughs> um well okay so if anyone wants to learn how to make you know i didn't really get into this into this episode but i actually did figure out eventually how to make a scalable time location financial freedom business which is how i what i teach others so if you want to learn how to make um ten thousand dollars a month online um for your own business i have a free resource a guide which i can send to susie and you can guys access all of that um i also have a course called the freedom club it's a group trade it's an eight module um course and it's the exact tools and steps that i've used to create a business a, you know half a million dollar business that gives me time location financial freedom so you can leave that below and then you can find me mostly at instagram at marley rose harris and my podcast the money mindset manifestation show amazing and all those links will be in the show notes so people can go find them but thank you so much marley it's been such a great conversation thank you this was so much fun and if you ever want to chat more about anything it was just like i'd love to chat again this was so much fun
Hey everyone, just a tiny little 30 second pause to tell you about my free gift to all of you lovely podcast listeners. Have you ever wondered what it's like being a female digital nomad in Bali? I know that a lot of you have, and perhaps you're overwhelmed with all the things that you need to think about to prepare for your move, but you keep putting it off. Or perhaps you've never even heard of the digital nomad before and you're curious about the idea. Well, you're in luck because I've got a gift for you all. I've packed all of my secrets together into a 50 plus page free guide with tips and advice, including things like what to pack, accommodation, types, community, making friends, dating, safety as a woman. There's even a full page on mosquitoes. And I've written this guide specifically with women in mind. So I really could be charging for it, to be honest, but I've decided to give it to you for free, but I will be charging for it soon. So here's your chance to grab your free copy. Head to my website, femaleleadershipcollective.com and click on the Bali guide in the menu or tap the link in the show notes.